Yeah, yeah, yeah. You back with another episode of Take Me Out This Chat. It's Bucky, Chef Marvin, homie Jeeves. <laughs> what it do, man? What's, What's good, good y'all? Man? Good? <laughs> yeah. We got the lovely Naima Rhodes with us tonight. Yes. Hey. Yes. How you doing, yeah. sis? I'm good. How you doing? All right. Should Thank you call, for coming. Thank you. Should we call you by your first you. name or Miss Rhodes tonight? As long as it ain't Naima. <laughs> hey. We not going to You can there. call we me Naima. Before we get started, I ain't even say this. Um, I don't know if y'all knew this, and, and I'm gonna put her on the spot see what oh, she does. Miss Naima sings. Ooh. <laughs> she ain't gonna do nothing. You know what I'm saying? What? I just wanna say, I, I, I know Sing some Jasmine Sullivan. There you go. Sing some Jasmine Sullivan. I know I'm you listen to Jasmine Next Sullivan. question. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> I just, I just had to break the ice. But, I knew she was gonna tell yeah, us no. no she's been telling me no. She's been telling me no for the last twenty years. So I didn't favorite, that was just coming. push your mic over a little bit, or or scoot over just a little bit. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. We good. We good. Nah, but in all seriousness, uh, we brought Miss Naima in to uh, just have a nice conversation with uh, one of our local teachers here in Pottstown. Um, we're gonna run over a couple things in which she's recognized being a teacher as well as being a. Uh, one of the community leaders. I don't know if she feels like she's one, but I feel like she's a community leader, especially oh, the way sure. she, Definitely. Lead, she leads our young ladies out here with uh, We Are Leading Ladies and the things that we have on going on in town. And, you, um, and she definitely uh, gave a nice speech at the... Uh, at the uh, the rally, you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. That was definitely a good speech. That was history, man. Black history. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know, we, appre- we we appreciate <laughs> sisters, especially ones that are trying to make it better for all the younger, the younger generation. Uh, but before we get started, please make sure we take a uh, time out right now to go to our YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that subscribe button as well as that bell. That way, when we go live, you know it. And then after you're done that, go to our IG as well as our Facebook at Take Me Out This Chat. Hit the follow button. You know what time it is. Uh, so on to the first topic. Um, we're just going to go dr- uh, jump right into uh, topic number one, Miss Naima. Uh, you being a teacher, in your opinion, what's the best and worst part of being a teacher? Um, I think the best part, I'll start there because I do love what I do. Um, the best part about it is the relationships I make with mm-hmm. my students. Um, so I'm lucky enough that the program I teach is a three-year program. So mm-hmm. I get my students from 10th to 12th grade. So um, once they get to 11th and 12th grade, they're with me every day for mm-hmm. two blocks. Okay. You don't know how long our blocks were at Pottstown. They're my kids. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, so right, the relationships right. I create are good. They are lasting. They are literally family members. Um, the worst part about it, <laughs> it never stops. Mm-hmm. I'm never done. When I close my computer, mm-hmm. I feel guilty. Um, your pay never matches the work you're putting in. Absolutely. Ever, Absolutely. ever, ever. And and the pay is probably one of my, my, my smallest complaints. Um, a lot of it is that you see a lot of these kids go through things that I can't save them from. Yeah. So there's kids right, that are right, experiencing right. things where I'm like, listen, I in my heart, I want to take everybody in, mm-hmm. but I, I can't. Listen, I can barely, you know, the three I got. Nah, factual, <laughs> facts. I get it. I get it for sure. So you take a lot of... Sometimes not necessarily stress, but a lot of things carry over to come home with you. It's not like you cut your computer off and right. now you just you go home and you can separate from work. It, it brings a lot of extra emotion home with you. Absolutely, I wish I could. I yeah. wish I could be one of those teachers that it's like it's two fifty, computers closed, I'm going home. But it's not like it. it it's not. It's, it's God. It's not like I, I remember I had a kid who had the flu, mm-hmm. and um, she's texting me. To say what what medicine do I buy? I'm at Walmart. I don't know what what do I get. Right, um, right. 
everything. It's nonstop. And everybody's like, you know, you need to, you need to kind of separate. But mm-hmm. I'm like, it's hard to do when you are the only person some of these kids mm-hmm. feel like they have. And so. you know that, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, if I know mm-hmm. that, I how could I, I turn sure. my back? Right, not, right, like, right. It's hard, but it's hard because a lot of times when you're having the conversations with coworkers and or people that are not in that situation, it's hard for them to understand and or empathize with the kid because they never were in that situation. With us coming up in that type of environment, we kind of get it. We might not have been struggling as much as them, but we get it. You know what right. I'm saying? Especially with you living in that neighborhood, right. you kind of get to see the kids out of school. How do you? How does that affect you? You actually living? I don't hate it. Like a lot of teachers and a lot of people. Um, are like, how do you live where you teach? I don't care. Like, yeah. I go out and I'm they slipping me extra French fries and drinks. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care. Like, but I'm just so all or nothing. So I'm okay if I if I love you and I see you in the community, I'm okay with that. Um, another thing I think that gets in my way is that I I've, I had my first kid at 16. Literally, all I know how to do is nurture and, yeah. and care yeah. for and yeah. and and do for people. So. When I'm in the high school, I, I, it feels natural to me. But then mm-hmm. it's like those aren't your kids, like, right? Right. But right. they are my kids. Y'all still my kids. Like, right. I get it. Though. <laughs> so I literally have to say to people like my biological kids or my kids. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because we don't people don't know the difference sometimes. Right. Yeah. Does that ever? I, this isn't one of the topics, but does that ever transfer over to any type of jealousy or frustration with your real kids? <laughs> Or do they get I'll it? say no, but I think the beauty of it is that all my kids are in district and they're always with me. We're oh, always gotcha, all together. Gotcha. So when I'm doing after school programs, all of my kids are in the classroom. But, I, you know, sometimes there'll mm-hmm. be a little comment like, mom, like, that's not your responsibility. Or like, right, mom, right, all right, we right. do, you're, you're always like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes I have to put it in a perspective to them, too. It's like, they don't have what you have. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They mm-hmm. don't have... A mom, but they all want to be educators, so obviously mm-hmm. it didn't create enough jealousy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I get it though. Like you're teaching them empathy, and, and, and mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times that's what a lot of parents aren't teaching their kids is to be empathetic to other people's situation. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely dope, and I think that's awesome. I mean, you already know. I think you dope at what you do. Oh, but uh, other than work-life balance, I want to jump into virtual learning. Okay. Uh, how do you feel virtual learning is going? This being the first year that we're having it. Uh, pos- uh, pros, cons. Um, <laughs> yo, some. I ain't gonna lie, yo. I wish we had virtual learning at some point when we was kids. Okay. Hell no. Dope, I'm gonna be honest. Bro. I ain't feeling it. Dope. Some of these kids is crafty as hell. How they like, you know, getting away with not being there or just. Listen, yo, bro. Yeah, these they, kids that, are turning into that like. That part little, I will be down with, but I'm just like, I'm cool. I miss not being able to see you. You be mad as shit not being able to see your folks. Like we would take a, give me a semester of virtual learning. Yeah. I'd have been all right. You don't got to get up. You don't nah. got to get dressed. I'd have took a. I, you listen, don't got to do all that, and I, niggas is still late. I feel like. Like, like, let's talk about it. Like, you literally just hit a nail on the head. Niggas ain't got to get up. Niggas ain't got to get dressed. You literally had to turn their computer on. They ain't even got to turn their camera and, on and have the class. And if I had to guess, I would guess Pottstown's probably around 20 to 25% lateness and or absentee. Don't be just throwing numbers out there. Man. Yeah, hey, I'm just, I'm just, hey, I said if back. I had to guess, <laughs> this is my guess. Listen, I ain't no mathematician, so I'm right, <laughs> right. I don't know this how you, guess. I don't like, know how you say you would like virtual learning. I'm cool. I love school. Yeah, I loved school. I love school I, too. When like, I was in, in I love school. If you had to grades. go through it, would you have liked it? I probably would have. I, I love school too, but I had the to kids is on the game. 
The kids is on the gate. Oh yeah. Oh man. Listen, I'd have been. I was late to school every day, dropping them kids off. I'd have been alright with it. Yo, it's funny. It's, it's funny that you say that, but it's a point. With that being said, you being a mother at 16, mm-hmm. and you might, I don't know if you do have any students that have children and or were pregnant mm-hmm. during the time of being, mm-hmm. how does that work? How do you, like? I've um, I've had students, I don't think any of my current students or parents, I've had students be pregnant or, you know, their girlfriend mm-hmm. was pregnant. Like, I think it's just empathy. So, you know, I, I, <laughs> there was one particular situation where the student said the lunch ladies kept looking at her and kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, and I had to kind of tell her, like, people going to talk about you regardless. It right, does right, not right. matter. Yeah. So what? Like, at the end of the day, like, that's your child. People talked about me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I, I don't, I, you know, obviously having children as early as I did wasn't ideal, mm-hmm. but my kids turned out better than a lot of the people that judged me for having kids. So right. I'm all right with that. I could dig it. Nah, yeah, you. I ain't gonna lie. You was on point from day one. Like, like I said, like I don't be joking when I say I really known you for twenty years. Right. I mean, really Remember, I stole back. your usher CD. Yeah, I ain't. That shit ain't funny. <laughs> now he let me borrow his confession <laughs> CD on high school. Funny though, like this the part. Confessions was fired though. That's I ain't what I'm gonna saying. Lie. Like, oh, oh God, I'm really ready to steal her. I'm ready to steal her because she think that shit's funny. Like that joint was cracked. You dumb for letting me borrow it though. Look, I'm dumb. I See, had two I'm kids. You couldn't me. trust me. Nah, <laughs> nah, you right. See, niggas can't trust niggas. And she lived in the village. She a nigga for real. You know Sometimes you can't though, trust um, these niggas. <laughs> Yo, this guy. Not to cut in, but um, sometimes like so, you get a first person view of like um, you know, just children and how they interact in mm-hmm. school nowadays. And do you see a difference between like kids socially from when we grew up to now? Yes. Because I feel like, and like I said, I don't want to give an uneducated statement, but I feel like the kids are a little more socially awkward yes. nowadays with the internet. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where I was kind of, when you said the virtual school is right. like, I couldn't see myself doing virtual school because like, I feel like everything like was social. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like we had, like, I feel like we were kind of like almost that last generation yeah. of like, being social, mm-hmm. like yeah. interacting in person. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I will hurt. say, I think virtual schooling for us would have been a lot different than it is now because we didn't rely solely on yeah. our cell phones. Right. So like we would have been outside hanging with our homies. Like, you know, yeah. what they weren't doing it. Um, absolutely. I see a difference. There's a lot of anxiety, so much mm. anxiety. And it's like, you see them on social media and it's all this energy, it's this life, it's this personality. And in person, they can't even look you in yeah. the face. Like, you know right, what I mean? Right, they, right. they can't even, Dang. there's like a real fear about mm. just being called on. And I, mm. I do think this virtual thing is, is not helping a lot of, a lot of students aren't okay with it. But I also think um, along with, the cell phones and everything else were a lot more overbearing as parents than yeah. our parents were. Yeah. What do they call us, the latchkey kids, where your parents like go home and yeah. make yourself something to eat, you're good. We're not like that. And I, I read something, I don't know what it was, but it was basically saying like, compared to our parents, our worlds revolve around our kids. Yeah. And I remember myself rushing out of work to get to ballet, taekwondo, right. uh, soccer practice. My, what our parents didn't do that my mom was like well I gotta go to work so yeah. good, like, good luck at your game and you know and I, I didn't feel neglected <laughs> or anything right, right. I didn't really wanted it it's crazy yeah, that you say that but that's 100% fact because I'm thinking back like 
Tinker wasn't at no practices. <laughs> like Tinker wasn't really. He, nah, when he, he, he was walking shift, to practice, but he, yeah, walked, he, wasn't he worked second shift. Off. So it's like <laughs> we got to have bills paid. But I can't be worried about you being at my practices or games when I know you got to pay bills. And it wasn't like right. I didn't feel neglected right. or anything like that. He was definitely checking to see what the how the game went and all that. But like she's right. Like I really feel like this generation definitely, and me being a parent as well, mm-hmm. we circle our lives around, around our kids. Our, which, and I, I just think that. I think I don't think what we're doing is necessarily wrong, and what our parents did was wrong. I think they're balanced with There's anything. A happy yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I, I think that where we just kind of did our thing. I think some of these kids see it as like, you know, my my mom and dad never come to any of my practices, and mm-hmm. I'm like, girl. Well, I feel like take it personal. Yeah, I feel like a lot of like that's what I was saying. Not only the social awkwardness, but I feel like a lot of these kids are. I don't call it spoiled, but very sensitive. Like mm-hmm. I always tell some, like my, my nephew, and I tell it, like man. younger kids, I'm like, the way y'all act, y'all wouldn't have been able to go to school when we went no, to school. You wouldn't, you wouldn't like you, if you didn't have tough skin, like I didn't see, like for real. <laughs> Not I'm bruh. serious. I didn't, I didn't bust it on dudes to make made them <laughs> make cry, and I didn't, and I, I didn't, and I didn't went home and cried times. <laughs> with, <laughs> Yo, oh, I feel him though. Like, right, I you don't, you don't understand. Vicious, it wasn't dog. just our squad; it was yeah. school it was in general. Right. If you came to school with some like some dumb shit, some on. tight jeans or some sh- back then or whatever, like Rose you might have went home crying. Do you think part of the way our kids now respond is that they are also more emotionally aware and they have more resources? Where like social media can be a curse, but it can also be a gift. Like where these mm-hmm. kids know, like. This is how I feel. I'm allowed to feel this way. And I think sometimes we're our generation and the generations before us were so disconnected from how we feel that maybe, for example, That's a good point. I'm sure we all experienced this. When you're in the grocery store when you were a little kid and you saw a little white kid um, crying and you see their mom like, What's wrong? You need to tell me. Mm-hmm. You look like, I would have knocked mm-hmm. me to the cereal mm-hmm. aisle. <laughs> and, and when you think about it, it's kind of like, Mom, you probably should have asked me what was wrong. Yeah, you like, why yeah. didn't you ask me what was wrong? Right, and, and you think about some of the stuff that, again, balance, but you mm-hmm. think of some of the stuff that we go through, I'm sorry, culturally, uh, maybe we needed to talk about how we feel a little yeah. more. And, and I think that kind of the stigma of, you know, black black men, especially in mental health, it's mm-hmm. like it is. It almost seems like weakness when a black man, a black person, we don't we don't see going to a therapist as like, mm-hmm. you know, you right. say you were going to a therapist in my family. My grandma be like, "Why are you acting white?" I feel like, like yeah. I feel like you. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like up, you might need up. that though. I feel like you mm-hmm. need like some kids need that tough love. Like, mm-hmm. but like they you said that's why that, that's why they're being sensitive because, like you said, we were raised in a different era. We had the mix of. Mm-hmm. Multiple errors kind of like combined in one, so it was like we learned some street smarts, yeah. some book smarts, some but common I think sense. They need that tough love. And and you they know need what? that soft love too. Like when you always <laughs> got to be tough. Like some of these kids can't ever be the um, what's the word? Like I can never be transparent. I can never let my guard down. I can never mm-hmm. be soft. I can never yeah. feel. And when you got to fight yeah, at can never home, be vulnerable, right? be vulnerable. That's the word. You can when you feel like you can never be vulnerable and and never really process how you feel. Mm-hmm. How does that impact you as a, a as a spouse, as a parent, as a person? Like you right. know what I mean? I never get an opportunity to feel authentically feel, process how I'm feeling, respond appropriately. All right, and that's what like there's like this video I show my students, and it says like the importance of a good social emotional program is mm-hmm. if 
I don't teach you when you're three how right. to respond properly to your emotions. Correct. You're 19 years old in a club, somebody steps on your shoes and you shoot them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you operate out of anger and mm-hmm. like joy, class clown. We don't mm-hmm. identify, oh, I'm embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm sad. Like, no, everything just goes right to anger. Somebody mm-hmm. dies or whatever. And instead <clears> of just crying, you ready to fight and punch a hole in the wall. But right. also, though, I feel like, but I, I also feel like, you know, if you had a little more tougher love, you're able to kind of deal with those. Even though, like you said, you might not be processing your emotions mm-hmm. properly or even though realize that you're processing or able to right. feel. But I feel like sometimes you're able to, like, st- put things in perspective. Like, that's minor. Like, you mm-hmm. understand what yes. I'm saying? Where Some can. Some, I feel like some of the, I'm not, <clears throat> some of the newer generation is like, Every little thing mm-hmm. makes them so emotional that sometimes mm-hmm. they're ready to react over nonsense. Or they don't know how to react. They completely yeah. shut mm-hmm. down. I think for us as black people that um, tough love is beneficial because it was almost like this is how your parent prepares you to go out into this world. Yeah. If I coddle you, especially y'all, you're black men. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a little more you know, welcome because right. I'm a woman, but as a as me too, my black son, it's like... I feel like I have to be hard on him because I'm like, there's going to be a time when I let you out and I'm not there to fight for you. I'm not there to protect you. Um, And y'all don't know my son. He is the silliest kid in the world. But when he's not with me and he is out away from me, I'm scared. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll never forget him telling me when he was like 15. He's like, I I feel like racism doesn't affect me. Like, what? Yeah, he don't know no better yet. Right. At at that point, he didn't. And I was grateful that he felt that way, but I was like, yo, that's a good thing in the bedroom. Yeah, but that's dangerous. I've said said something like that, though, before. I've, and I, you know, I I was kind of wrong at the time, but it was, yeah, but I, I, I was like, you know, like, Maybe you know I just didn't see it at the time. You know, right. being a little younger, where I'm like, I think that's, what's racism? You know, like what I mean? you like, said, that's all I, that starts at home, though. But yeah, but I mean, it's 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 we're in a informational era, so yes, so it's hard for a kid to be able to identify his emotions if his parents don't know what those emotions that's are. That's what I'm themselves. saying. But that's where it starts. So that's a lot where of the emotions that a, parent, that a kid's feeling and or or exhibiting. The parents don't know how to react to it because they don't have the information themselves. So once they are able to educate themselves on the emotions, you're able to teach a kid that, I mean, th- that what they're it, exhibiting is as thinking errors. But I mean, a lot of the stuff in which you're telling me would go hand in hand with programs that I used to work at yes. where you're getting treatment in the program where you're learning thinking errors. Your you're learning after something here doesn't yeah, go right. But the thing is, it shouldn't be the next right. step. We should be teaching. Should we should be teaching or incorporating some type of hub. What we call our habitual programs because they're habitual <laughs> offenders. What we would treat, uh, put into would be an ownership program in a school where they're actually learning what thinking errors are, where where there might be reacting off of what? What are you reacting off of? Anger, arousal, things so of that nature. So we do have that. I yeah. will say Pottstown, um, uh, maybe they're seniors now, so they're freshman year. Um, four years ago, maybe more, we incorporated the SEL program. Okay. It was a district wide thing. Um, but we also realized that when we incorporated that, we weren't necessarily going to see the benefits of it immediately. Right. Because we're, the, the goal is, I guess, when these kids that are in the program are still living in Pottstown and raising their own kids, they're remembering the stuff that they learned in school and they, they put it into place. So mm-hmm. here you have me who was teaching SEL and I'm telling these kids about their feelings and how to process them and how to read little things like body language mm-hmm. and, and facial cues and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
And then I go home and I'm tripping y'all at my own kids and they're in SEL too. And they're like, mom, you need to like calling me out on stuff they learned in class. <laughs> right, I'm like, why? Right, like, yeah. So it, it's, it's nice to see that. But I think that there's like a, a, a big stigma with some of the parents where parents maybe didn't have good experiences in school. Mm-hmm. So they talk bad about school and they do it in front of their kids. So yeah. sometimes you feel like you're fighting that battle where it's like, yeah. yo, when you talk so crazy about teachers to your kids because of whatever you experienced, you kind of... What did I tell y'all a couple episodes ago? <laughs> I knew he was going... What did he say? <laughs> he literally said how parents would go, uh, well, a kid would cuss a teacher out, go home and tell the parent, and before the parent has a conversation with the teacher, they'll take the kid's word and just run up to the school trying to have an all-out fight And the, the kids teacher. see that, so... They don't feel like they have to. A lot of some of these kids don't feel they need to respect the authority mm-hmm. of teachers and other, you know, elders. Just the natural respect. Man, mm-hmm. the respect is because lost in the educational if, system. Period. Like it's not just respecting the teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is, we need to get back to the point where it just there's a natural respect but, for. Teachers, I get your point. elders. I get your point about the teachers because if uh, if your if your if your child res- um, disrespects the teacher and then comes home and tells you something else, and then you automatically just side with your child from the rip, and your child sees that they're never going to respect anybody else. All right, so listen to this. So you're saying about the respect. How do you know those kids don't feel like damn? I'm all this shit that I'm learning don't even mean nothing. So it's gonna be hard for them to respect a teacher when their information. Even it's the not teachers, about what yes, you're it learning. Is, though. Yes, it is. Because no, some of kids not. don't care about school. Listen, it's, you're talking about hold on. It's, it's called problem. it's called manners. Bro. It's called just natural. And it's a life the, skill, people are right? waking up as far as the educational system in school, and it's a system, right? Mm-hmm. That they call it, right? right? It's right. a system. The stuff that you're learning, they're waking mm-hmm. up saying, like, wait, why do I even need to learn this shit? There, but it's there's also still part some... of the game, just like learning soft skills. Like, yeah. all right, you might not feel like algebra is beneficial to you, but you still are going to be an adult. Tell me if y'all have been in a position where you don't feel like anything that's happening at your job, you don't like anybody around you, but you still got to put it on and smile and, mm. and just be productive. And I think some of it is the life skill that they need to learn, mm. and it's those yes. soft skills. But are it's they learning those things in high it's school? Not a, if you're in a career listen, tech program, you are. <laughs> but I'm saying, how many programs are there like they're effectively as far teaching? As learning life skills? Or? Effectively let's teaching these children let's keep, life skills. Let's are they keep, all let's hammering keep, away at let's just keep curriculum? It a bean. How many classes you went to that taught life skills? When I went to. Mr. Lobb's class, wood, carving out wood and going to art class. It's not teaching me nothing for for life, but... They don't teach that in I high school. I still had a respect for Mr. Lobb as a teacher. Was it a relationship yeah, you built? Like, so. Even if I wasn't cool with them, like mm-hmm. it was still a natural respect factor. That's why like, I even talk about like, you know, kids being active, young, like... Even with right. like sports, having a natural respect for another man being your coach that's not your dad, mm-hmm. that's telling you and showing you how to do things, and you following and being direction, to it, right. like and being re- like those times are gone. And bro. I feel both of you, but as a as a teacher and as a parent, I feel like as far as those soft skills and his manners, I feel like sometimes teachers have naturally taking on so many roles that everybody's like, yo, what are y'all teaching these kids in regards to manners and soft skills? But at the end of the day, it's like that should have started at bean. home. I'm going to be the I'm about to go there. I, my kids, that's not your job. You know how my kids learn like how to... Like the bean. That's not her job. That error that you're talking about, 
is gone. But listen, I'm, like it's gone. Like that's not coming as as back. Respect? It's not going. It, it was the way not we were my, taught. Not though. in my household. I hear you, but the grand, way the grand, way we were grand. all raised, but most mm -hmm. of us were raised by grandmoms. Right. We talked about this right. a couple yeah, episodes yeah, ago. Couple episodes. You always had somebody that was a disciplinary, whether it was a woman or a man. Mm -hmm. These and it kids doesn't don't have, have that. That era is gone. Either like my kids when they well, were we small, at sixteen years old. <laughs> if I wanted something, let's say the remotes across the room, and my my baby's over there, I would point. I'd be like, "Get thank you," and they would get it. And they walk, and I'm like, thank you. So they would give it to me, and that's yeah. how they learn. If somebody gives you something, you say thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah. So it, it's it's so many. So here's the thing with parents that I think that we think that being a parent and teaching a child mm -hmm. is so complex. It is not. I don't care what you say. Your kids are modeling what you do. do. So exactly. if you have good manners, your kids are going to have good manners. If your child is saying, I'm sorry, please, thank you, things like that, your mm -hmm. kids are going to do it. If you are acting like a park ape, Guess what your kids are going to act like? A park eight. A park eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, and let me be clear, I ain't being racist, but we know we grew up and your parents say, don't be out here acting like no park eight. Like, nah, facts. It's, facts. You know what that meant? Yeah, that it's mean? do as I say, not as I do. And parents think that's how it works. Hell no. Yeah. Kids are doing what you do. Dude, My daughter. Did you just I, say that the other week? Yeah. Listen, yeah. Heaven used to sit her little stuffed animals on a step and be driving and yell, it makes you like wake you up said, it, it starts with home because like you said like i can tell you right now with my boys like my oldest he pretty much like wants to do everything i do yes. right. it follows me and then my youngest wants to do everything his brother does yep. mm -hmm. so it's it like st straight up like he everything mm -hmm. his brother does he wants to do now and then my son wants to do everything I do, yeah. my oldest, and it's like, it, you know, it starts at home. Yeah. It, it, it does. I don't think people realize how much their kids look up to them, watch them, mm -hmm. idolize them. Yeah. Um, I don't think sometimes we realize the influence we have on our kids. Right. Oh, right. I'm t I just think that generation that we, we're used to and we were, grew up in, oh, bro, man. that shit is long gone, man. It, it, it don't have to, but it died well before this generation. You feel but me? But do like, we sound like every other generation? Because the generation before us said that about us. You know no, what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying it was, I don't, they're not being raised the same way we were raised. That's what matters. Mm -hmm. They're not experienced or didn't experience the same thing. Like I said, they're internet kids. They have access to, nigga, we ain't had no iPhones and all that. All that I'm shit not is talking changing about the way that all that. that. Yes, all that plays a factor. No, I, I think some of the issue that comes in, I, I, because I'm going to be honest, I don't have issues with disrespect. Um, right. My kids treat me good. I respect them. They respect me. The difference I will say is that I think our generation and the generations prior were more conditioned to be respectful regardless. Yes. Right. Like if you talk yes. crazy to me, all right, I'm going to respectfully walk away. These kids are not like that. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm all right with that. Like, why can't you give me the same respect I'm giving you? I think there are, like I tell my kids, you have permission to respectfully check any adult that's being disrespectful. You're not going to be out here cussing and calling them out their names, but respectfully without them truly being able to, let's say, write you up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can defend yourself. Mm -hmm. And I, I'll never, my daughter was six years old. I had to tell one of her ballet teachers, like, no, you have to give my daughter the same respect that she gives you every day. What inspires you to do what you do? Um... Cause it's a lot. Cause you 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 went down a laundry list of things of roles and hats that you play in mm -hmm. your role, and to juggle all that and still go home, be a mom, be a woman. What inspires you to do what you do? So there's a couple things. Um, 
I'll be honest, a lot of the positions that I've ended up in, somebody had to force me. I don't love change at all. And I'm, I'm, I'm scared of risks. But somebody, no matter who it may be, will, will push me into a, back me into a corner and I'll do it. And I'm like, oh, all right, this ain't that bad. Right. Um, aside from that, my children, I feel like so many people counted me out mm-hmm. being a teen mom. And not even that I really give a damn about that. I just think it was kind of like, oh, I got these kids. This is what we're doing. But I think a lot of people counted me out. I, I could care less. But I also know I have three little people looking mm-hmm. up to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to be better than me. I don't want them to make the same mistakes I make. I My senior year of high school, I was going to drop out um, because I didn't have child care. And I didn't know what to do. And I'll never forget Miss Goss. Y'all remember Miss Goss? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she, I went into the office. I'm like crying and boohooing because I wanted, I had to drop out of school. And she's like, Naima, you don't have to drop out. And she like led me to all these programs, a teen parent program. And I decided, I was like, because I wanted to be a Spanish teacher mm-hmm. after I graduated. But I also knew I wanted to teach in a district that had needs like Pottstown because I wanted to do a teen parent program or something mm. of that nature where there's all these resources we have mm. and for some reason we're not Aware letting people yeah, yeah like know that know. it's available so that's always something I wanted to do and I'll be honest I didn't see it happening for a really long time so um, I've always worked with kids in, in some fashion I worked at an alternative school in Phoenixville um, I was at a Montessori school before coming to Pottstown okay. at Pottstown I could see me making those impacts mm-hmm. you know what I mean that people did for me mm-hmm. mrs daly was my person at Pottstown that i felt like i could really lean on um and then when terrence presented leading ladies he had kind of been talking about it and then one day he again being backed into a corner mm-hmm. he's like you know i'm ready to get this started so i'm like oh, all right we're gonna do it and it it worked like it just mm-hmm. it's so, so natural like mm-hmm. i so it sounds like it's the impact for you like mm-hmm. it's the impact that you're able to make on these kids and yeah, and not even realizing I have the impact. Sometimes I think a lot of what I do is selfishly, it's a, it's really therapeutic for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like a task. I love working with young people. Mm. I, they're pure. I think kids are so pure, and I feel like kids are super honest. Mm. Where when you're working with adults, I'm like, what are you really thinking? Why are you really dealing with me? What do you yeah, want yeah. from me? What are, what are you what do you have in the back of your mind? Where kids ain't like that. They're yeah, straightforward. Look, l- 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 a little kid will tell you <laughs> straight Brutally up. Honest. Yeah, you fat. You pretty. Your breast. Like little yeah. kids are so forward, yeah, and I fat, love fat, that. You know fat, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that, listen, Don't tell me if me. I'm not right. My edges right, ain't right today. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I I appreciate that, and I think a lot of people don't view kids as people like yeah. I want you to talk I want you to do that and I want you right. to have these learning experience so I think what inspires me the most is having kids come back to me five years after graduation mm-hmm. um, without like giving too much information I had a student when I worked at an alternative school who went through something real crazy I had to report it she ended up getting removed we separated for a few years um, maybe like five years after she graduated she was like miss like I was so mad at you when it happened but thank you like yeah. to this day She's 24. She calls me when other stuff happens with her siblings. Like, she still is like, Miss, mm-hmm. you're the only person I know to call. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I haven't Damn. talked to you in years. Right. That's the so it's like, that mm-hmm. inspires me. Because, like, mm-hmm. to be the one person somebody feels like they can call on, as much as it burns me out, as much as I feel like it's a thankless job, it is. I'm not in it for the administration, I'm not in it for the parents. These kids give me enough appreciation. These kids will tell me every day, Miss, thank mm-hmm. you. When you're in class and they're like, Mom, I mean, Miss Rowe, like, 
we good. Like, man. so that really inspires me. Nah, that's dope, man. I could dig it. I respect that a lot. Nah, much, I could fuck. I could. I could fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what they were saying. Yeah, I, could fuck, I could fuck with it. <laughs> nah, nah, that's real rap. I, I, I definitely appreciate that. But uh, with that it being said, and, and your feelings on inspiring the youth, is there any type of information that you would leave for the youth moving forward? <laughs> What's the best piece? What's the best piece of advice you got for these youngins, man? For this specific generation, they have to understand that your hardships and your failures are not the end. I think mm-hmm. we are such. Um, they are so driven by social media. You see everybody's mm-hmm. highs. I don't know if they can really grasp that people aren't posting their lows. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Right. So once you realize you are going to fail, you are going to mess up. You have to keep going. Mm-hmm. That's it. And stop caring so much what other people think about you. And I tell my kids all the time, people are going to talk about you regardless. You're going to exchange phone numbers with three boys and they're going to say you're a hoe. You know you didn't do nothing with them boys, so what? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think my biggest thing with all of my students is I want to teach them to be self-sufficient. Stop looking for your mom. Stop looking for your boyfriend. Stop looking for mm-hmm. a teacher. Stop looking for other people to be there for you. Because people will let you down and you need to know They're how to looking to going. be saved by somebody. Yep. Like somebody right. to step in and be their hero. And, I, and they won't admit that and they probably don't even realize that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. They, it's just... Because unfortunately some of them have never had that opportunity where when your kids, mm-hmm. our kids run, they fall, they fail. We can hug them and I love you. You, you, you alright. You got it. Even mm-hmm. if it's just somebody to care. Yo, what, you're not in the house. It's 11 o'clock. Some of them don't have that at mm. all. Like when you really sit and like realize what some of these kids are going through, like it's heartbreaking. You're like, Yo, what? You keep it a bean. Growing up, that one kid or that person we knew that maybe their mom or dad worked second shift or mm. wasn't home at night, mm-hmm. that kid lived a totally different, different life, life than us. Totally <laughs> what you? Life. Hey, I was out. What's up? You were out that late? Yeah. Whole time they wishing somebody was asking them where they. Right. Asking. We in the crib. <laughs> like, Dang, man, my friends is out all late. No real shit. My dad worked second shift. And I'd be you. You would think that you'd be out here, man. But when y'all went in the crib, guess where I went? In the crib, you ain't got shit to you do. You just one of them, right. nigga. A like, lot of another niggas out I'm here just, ripping around But I and also wasn't. Lo- I wasn't looking for for nonsense. Hey, you know what I'm nah, saying? Listen, straight up. My, I moved to Grandma Duke. She was working second shift. You was over the crib. Oh bro. yeah, that was pretty <laughs> central. But but we you weren't. Niggas weren't crib, going in the crib. Bro. That's what I'm saying. You weren't going in the crib. If the homies were going in the crib, he I knows. Was going look, in the crib. he knows what's up. No, he ran a different life, ran, like I ran, said. He, look, Grandma Dukes pulled up a little early from work. Man, he listen, ran talk, out the crib. Talk about it. This <laughs> day she don't know it's me. I moved through. She like know a, now. Yeah, now she knows. <laughs> hey, I didn't talk to that. I was know, stuck. Yeah, look, I, mean, he, I was stuck. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, I know 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I hit a step. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man. Different. You know what? We know a couple people that had listen had them open cribs, man. Amen. Hey, Amen. Hey, listen, that's the part about the the virtual learning that ain't popping. Like, ain't nobody got no. I open ain't gonna crib lie. Right the only now. thing that's that's killing kids today, parents working at the crib. That too. Parents but working at know, the crib is killing the vibe. It's a, you know what? I, I feel like virtual learning has kind of required a certain amount amount of independence from the students, mm-hmm. and not a shot at. Pottstown or anything I think education as a whole We kind of 
baby. Come on, right. come on. And that's why so many kids, I always ask my students that go to college, what was the hardest thing for you? Mm-hmm. And they say that nobody's checking on me every five minutes. Right. And right. I tell them, you put your, you, they getting your money. They don't give a damn if, if you, you don't do that assignment. Right. That's, that's, li- that's where them life skills come back yes. around. Yes. They don't you know, care the funnest if you class class economics or like, yo, those are the what? dopest classes. <laughs> they do not care if you sleep in and miss them classes and drop them because you pay for them and then you want to pay for them again. Exactly. And that's what they don't realize. You, when you get to college there's a certain amount of accountability that you have to take yep. and in high school everybody can blame us parents can blame us there's an article that I literally just read there was a student in Baltimore he was one of the top students in his class his GPA was a .13 what? he was a senior <laughs> Hold up. You, his hold mom. Up. You said he was the top student in his class. He was one of the top. Yeah, valedictorian? <laughs> and this what? nigga couldn't get a one? <laughs> You're telling me this nigga couldn't get a one? <laughs> and he's in the top 10 percentile? Nigga was valedictorian. But. And, and granted, I feel like a lot of people failed him. But his God. mom, in her quote, she was like, the school failed him. The school fit. She said it like four times, and I'm like, sis, but you're his mom. She said he kept getting promoted. Obviously, he didn't. No, he did not. Did you look at the yearbook? <laughs> Where was his picture? Was he still black and white when everybody else? How was, was he topping the class? I'm trying to figure it everybody out. Everybody else, I guess, is is even lower. So it seems like as what I'm guessing is the what funding. Drop, was very what are the low. dropout rates, yo? I the funding was probably low. Uh-huh. Those kids probably had so many other needs that the last thing I give a damn about is school. It's school. Education. I have so many traumas. Am I going to eat? When I go home, is my mom going to be there? Are they going to OD? Is there going to be lights? Do I have water? L- listen. Am I going to have a crib to go to? Am I go- listen, when you, my students would come in my class, I used to keep a loaf, I still do, a, a loaf of bread, a jar of peanut butter, and some honey. And they look, you hungry, make you a sandwich. Dropout rate is 25%. You a real one for that. I ain't going front. I'll fucking give peanut butter and honey sandwiches up. (laughs) Listen, everybody turning their (laughs) nose. Everybody turning their nose up at first, but everybody sitting there with a slice of peanut butter and honey folded up. Man, listen, you out here blessing these young boys. Peanut butter and honey. I remember we used to get in trouble bringing snacks into class. You out here feeding them. Listen, because I'm hungry. Like, food is so natural. Like, I'm hungry. You hungry. Let's eat. Like, even right, You the can't whole, tell me your stomach ain't growling at listen, 8.30 I, I don't want to talk to y'all until I eat something. <laughs> even the whole, like, you can't use the bat. There's nothing I'm teaching these children mm-hmm. that is that important. <laughs> that they can't that use you the can't use the bat. If you want to be a nut and walk the hall, you won't get in trouble after a while. Like, Facts. And, I'm, and, I, and, I, and I always tell my, I shouldn't. My, I always tell my students, my girls, when they'll be like, oh, I, I I have to use the bathroom. The teacher says no. I'll be like, pull your tampon out and be like, I need to use the bathroom. I said, he's going to be so uncomfortable, he's going to let you out. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine how embarrassed you feel. Like, hey. now I'm a nut. <laughs> hey. hey, I mean, you, you got to do what you got to do. You got to go. Like, yeah, Listen, I keep pads and tampons. But they don't let class. kids go to the bathroom? It depends. On, I think some teachers... I think some teachers get stuck on, oh, you're going to roam the hall and you're going to do this. This is what I'm saying. We're do y'all still policing. got hall monitors up there? Yeah, we still got hall monitors. I got one last question before we uh, change the topic uh, for Miss Naima. Um, with virtual learning going on, do you feel like parent, uh, well, teachers are taking advantage of, of, of it as far as not wanting to go back? Do you think that uh, teachers are actually having better results with teaching kids that actually want to learn with the virtual learning is there any benefits from it you think with on a teacher as end? I, oh, I think there are some practices that we can utilize when we come back to the classroom 
Um, I think most teachers want to be back in person, but I think teachers are scared. And I think teachers know that it sounds ideal to say, oh, when they come in, they're going to wear their mask. But we know it'll have to be the one kid that don't want to cover their nose, Mm -hmm. don't want to put their mask on. And now I got to deal with that behavior issue. Mm -hmm. A lot of teachers are scared for their own health, for their own people at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think teachers are milking it because a lot of us are working longer hours at home. When I leave my classroom, I'm done. If I'm working in my dining room at a desk, like when the marking period changed, I was up till 5.30 to one morning doing grades because I had an entire two classes of kids that didn't give me anything and everybody wanted to give me all my work at the end. So I'm working till 5.30 and guess what? My alarm goes off at 6.30. And I thought, I ain't doing that again. So I think teachers, we're, we're burnt out and I think when we're at home, we just don't stop. So no way. All right. I appreciate that. And uh, if you were here to see uh, Miss Rhodes, uh, that's over. Uh, now we're going to talk to Naima. <laughs> Um, so Naima, what's them DMs look like? <laughs> They're not bad. DMs. Except- <laughs> They're not bad. You, like, <laughs> you, you preach a good game, you know what I'm saying? You out here, you doing all the good yeah. stuff for the teachers and then all that good stuff. They're for not the bad. What's that? What kind of answer is that? I'm just saying, but <laughs> what does that mean? They're not bad. What is single. that? <laughs> or, or, or I'm mistaken. Are you single? Yes. So, so Miss Naima is single, so. You're not gonna hit me with the foolery. You know Wait, what I'm hold on though. What does not bad mean? Like, is that a little bit They don't bit say of this, too much because I don't give them too much to say, and I'll ignore something in a minute. I did have a guy ask if him and his girlfriend could take me out. I'm not sure what. You and look, as you, you said, should, Tiny and Ti, he was trying to get into. You should have went and got that Bahama breeze. Well, what, what, was your, get that what, what was your response? Though? There was no response. I let that sit. Right. Oh, right. I just gotta ask. You uh, uh, ain't about to sex traffic me. Y'all think that's true? I'll be scared of everybody. Do you think it's true? What? Tiny and T.I. June. Probably. I think people are nasty. Mm-hmm. I These think celebrities totally be getting different. down with all types of goofy shit. That's what I'm learning. Yeah, the broke people, people too, month. so imagine yes. what they do oh, with money. What? The bro- you ain't lying. You know, on the mattress, dirty man. Bro, imagine you got a nice plush king with they doing. Oh, man. Talk about it. Hey, man. That's what they get into. They ended I ain't going to lost. What happened with Tiny and T.I.? They was out here basically like some people came, some allegations about them kind of like doing some sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. Like Uh, taking advantage. Like some R. Kelly. Almost like drugging them up a little bit. Like almost on some Epstein type shit. I think with with money and stuff, you get power. And I think the more power people have, they think they're entitled to you and your body. Like, so... I ain't gonna write them off yet. It might be lying, man. You never know. He lied on. Oh yeah, I, that, that's just where I'm at. I don't put nothing past. I'm not saying he did it or they didn't do it. I just don't put nothing past people. Right, right. Like people nasty. People, nasty. people nasty. People nasty. People nasty, bro. You know what I'm saying that's they not man. nasty. That's sick. That's, I agree. <laughs> hey man. I mean, some people was getting. I don't think, with it. but they weren't like they weren't kids, were they? They were ad- no, they were no, adult no, women. No, they just no, were. No, but Sterling's right. That is sick because like you're Ti. You can get anybody you want. You get a thrill off of that. Them, them him and his like, wife getting. It. Nah, it be him and his wife getting down with these. But dudes. I think like, he's was, weird anyway for letting Tiny get all that surgery. I'm gonna be honest. I, I mean, eh. I to each know. his own. I don't Listen, know. I think that money. That that's where I think the money she comes in. Good. She was pretty. Y'all tiny back in the day. Yeah, back in the day was. Tiny yeah. is cute. Yeah. She's not Why even cute. Tiny anymore. coming at our show. She gonna watch this. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tiny. Tiny. Sorry. Yeah. Tiny. Body positivity. Well, but you with no problem with trouble, man. And none of them, like you know. No, I bang. You know, that's that's the homie. That's what I'm saying. I bangs with the. I ain't sure how I feel about but, him. He being nasty. But homie. at the same time, I don't put nothing nasty past nobody. Like niggas is nasty out here. I just, I just hope he ain't drugging out here. 
Nigga, you Being nasty, nigga. Right, you nasty. I mean, <laughs> I am. Bro. I'm, not, I'm, not, over there. I'm not denying that. You but nasty. what I'm what I what I'm not doing is drugging people. You know what I'm saying? I don't He's not consensual. Yeah, I'm not drugging people. None of that nonsense. I'm not hitting people's DMs talking about taking them out to dinner with yeah, me and my a, wife. It's, it's a nasty world, man. <laughs> I hope you don't watch the show. I'm about to block them tonight. Is <laughs> it local? Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, wow. He gonna slide. He gonna shoot a shot again after the night. He's going, oh yeah. Oh no, nah, he blocked as soon as I get outside. <laughs> oh oh man. man, that's Shut bad. Up. That's I mean, hey, he's open, honest, being truthful to you. Hey, His man. wife might be down with it. I mean, it's still a no. But is there uh is there any celebrity crushes for uh Miss Rhodes? I knew there was back in the day. I ain't gonna Who put you on it? the spot. Right, uh do I have a celebrity crush right now? She's gonna say some nah. crazy shit. I think Givian is so cute. Am I saying his name Ooh. right? Oh, the black brother? Mm-hmm. He's so cute. I don't know. Uh, don't know. Wait, I'm all grinning all hey, dumb. Hey, hey. Shoot your shot. Damn. <laughs> that joint went ear to ear. I like his music. Celebrity. So is that, so is that, is that, is that how they get? Because we, we, we taught the ladies how to get to uh, Terry's DMs. We need to teach the fellas how to get to Terry's. <laughs> no, right, right. Tell him how to get to Terry. We, we, we taught we taught the ladies oh how to. Oh my god! They need to be hey, a matchmaking podcast. Fact, we gotta bro. ask T like Mac if anybody came with some some uh some scriptures, some creative huh? scriptures in his DMs. I think we are gonna have to follow up with T Mac, sister, sister. Bethel. If hey fellas, if you sing and we don't no. we ain't talking about with frogs in your throat. No, don't don't even say <laughs> you know that. I Go I'm listen. on a self love journey. She gonna have niggas like running up Mac. to her at the store. Like I'm serious. Sing it. Listen, yeah, you single? No, I'm to um, I'm trying to find myself a little bit because I'm, I'm getting to an age where like I ain't got too many more heartbreaks in me. Y'all gonna read about it, me in the paper? What's the so dating me... world like? Oh, so you? <laughs> hey, fellas, listen. <laughs> she basically just told you. No, you hold, come, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Correct, or you might what's not the, make it out. What's the dating world like? What do you see the dating world like? A joke. A joke. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of people are super insatiable, and I think nobody is Ooh, ever satisfied. Insatiable. I don't think anybody knows what they want. You got, and I don't mean to keep like I know everybody's like, oh, social media is the downfall of relationships. Hell no! Like people just don't have self control. Like nobody's able to say like, oh, I have this right here, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with this. Like I can look at that and realize mm-hmm. it looks nice, right. but this is what I have, and I think people don't the like, grass is greener mm-hmm. where you water it. Like, Facts. and I think I'm so like. Tunnel vision, like if you're my person, you're my person. I don't see shit else. Like, so what you know would a nigga need to do if he wanted to holler at you? I like that. You know what I'm saying, like, I'm just getting niggas some some tips. Like, hey, because I mean, not even come like, with this, come like a, that. A lady like you, because I think that's even I don't more. Even know what would it take? I think if you my, a hood nigga, but you not. My ideal, <laughs> listen, my ideal person, I think. I just like people that are easygoing and down to earth. I, I want somebody that I can be silly with. I'm a clown, you know that. Like Facts. I want to be able to be a clown with and you. And a thief. I mean, I stole one time. What? I did steal Matt Mahalchik CD, his sure. Rough Rider CD. Just told me this I stole two CDs That's in my life. Y'all but I'm, I'm talking about CDs and shit. Listen, y'all, wait. Matt Mahalchik, I lived in Phoenixville. I knew I was moving to Potts Town like the next weekend. I was like, I'm gonna bring it to school on Monday. He ain't need that rough rider CD. Rough rider. If his last name's Mahalchik, he probably didn't deserve that. You got too many letters in that last name. Yeah, rock the front. Rough riders. No, but just, I don't know. Be normal, but I don't even know what I'm looking for in a person because I just don't, don't, I don't like people that waste. Don't come to me if you don't know what you want. 
be able to communicate, mm-hmm. but I'm not really, I'm not looking for any of that. I think I'm kind of trying to find myself right now. Find you. Do you yeah. think, do you think people are, are dating just to date any longer or are they dating for results? Do people still mean? date? Like, like just, no, I, I think, think people, like, you know, dating, just, some people just date just to go out for drinks. What is fun. dating? Can we, what is it? Yeah. What, is, what is dating? I mean, I'm old school. Dating That's what is, I'm trying to is, figure out. You know, linking up, having a couple of drinks. So you still being too vague? What's what's linking up? What's, when I say we are dating, are we exclusively dating? Or are we just talking? Because you gotta really dating the urban compa- terminology has taken over. Yeah, I don't believe there's dating anymore. It's, it's talking. What is dating to you? If you feel like it, dating huh? is, is some type of commitment, meaning that you're now engaging in just one person. So dating no, is committed no, 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 to you? No, 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 no. I don't mean that. What is dating? dating is we all. No. I need to figure it out. Dating, dating don't mean is not no we, commitment. We, we, no, commitment. So, so that's what? what I was asking. Do people still date just to have fun, or people dating for serious? So dating, 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 there's no dating. It goes in a relationship. Yeah, there's, no, there's no dating. So dating is when you is when you the process when you're leading up to like you're starting to like a, like you a still female. searching. I'm still browsing in a store. So, so is that dating? yeah, yeah. So you okay. know, you, so you go if you're out. Dating can you be considered? Che- is it considered cheating if you're talking to someone I mean, else at that point? You no, it's not. But you can see it why somebody cheating, may feel that way. Hurt. Yes, yes. Because I do think also again here we go with these blurred lines. When we're dating people, what are we doing? Like we we'll that's mess around saying. and there be gotta a, be an end result. We'll mess that's around what, and be in a situation for years and But that's years what you gotta communicate from the rib. What you what want? Hard what are you looking it gets for? Awkward because you don't want to have conversations. Because now you don't. You, you five like years in and you in love, yeah. And then you don't want nobody to be like, no, I don't like to be forced. Like, oh, all right, nigga. Like, I maybe say that. You're not she just hit a little high, nigga. See, that's no, a recent no, conversation. That's, that's, that was a real raw, but that was a real raw emotion, and I appreciate that hey, because man. at the end of the day, what you're basically saying is like, "All right, nigga, somebody got to step up." Like it's been five years, but there's no limitation on that. It's not. You mess around and be. I ended a situation that was five years because it was like, "Where is this going?" But was, was things good? But were you happy? Right? Yes. So why'd you end it? What the hell? What are you? What do you need five years to see? That's my thing. Like, how much longer do I sit in a... As if you're my happy... My thing is, you can't tell me how in love you are. You can't tell me how much of an amazing woman I am. And after five years, you st- still can't even say, like, yo, you are my woman. What Wasn't the fuck? building you up. What mm-hmm. are you waiting... What are we waiting for? How many more years you need? I'm getting fatter and older. Fuck that. Like, let me... So, are you looking to get married? In me, like, are you looking to get married? Um, is that kind of like I, that person? I would have hoped like it would have right, been my I'm husband. Just trying to see you, yeah, you. and I, I think that's it because I'm like, if it was the other way around, and if I was the man and you were the woman, mm-hmm. I would have already asked you to get married. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I don't get. But I think, I think we get so jaded by like terms and all that talking, dating. That shit's confusing. So, there are no real. So after you uh, made an ultimatum, basically, mm-hmm. he didn't. He didn't. He didn't like. Um, you try know, to fight it. Yeah, he did for a while, but he didn't try to change anything either. He was trying to get back to the same situation. He wasn't trying. Okay. To, yeah. So that's why you had to. And keep that's it. my thing. Is that's like, why you had to keep it pushing. Right. And how do you tell me like, oh, you're so great and you do great things with the kids and this and that, and you're not even like. It was weird. These kids are looking up to me like, oh, Miss Rhodes. Like, Miss Rhodes, shout out to you. So don't, you don't be like me. But, but <laughs> you don't be like did he, Was that an understanding for him going into it, knowing that there at some point you were looking for a commitment? Is that because, you know, some people, they'll we go into it. We didn't go in and have a conversation, but within like year two, conversations on both of our ends happened. Like, 
Where we going, cuz? It was, it was discussions that you say with some, like, stuff that you talk about with somebody you're going to be with. Mm-hmm. And that's my thing. At this point in my life, don't leave me the fuck on. Like, what you want? What you want from me? Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be the main question. That'd you be want? it. What I'm, you I'm want running out me? of time. What I don't got two to three more years that's to it. get nobody else. I'm about to be 40. Y'all old. We about to be 40. So, like. Man, just don't. I don't think you should shut it off like that, man. Just, like I said, maybe. And maybe people have too many high expectations. You try Christian I think, Mingle? I think that. What? <laughs> <laughs> they might be worse on that show. Right. Hey, man. Sterling, I think you you're right. And I think sometimes people are so critical. And I think social media is another thing that makes it. Mm-hmm. We can Photoshop and do everything. I think sometimes people are too critical and they don't realize we're all humans. Like, you mm-hmm. sitting there picking me apart. Like, I don't got time for nobody that. Can can rip me apart before they can give me a compliment or, or even yeah. get to know you like mm-hmm. really? Like why yeah. can't we just like why can't you just enjoy each other's company right. and continue to build and because that it so... leads into five years of nothing. <laughs> so no. that's what I'm, at what, okay. As men, at what point do you feel like if you're dating a woman? <laughs> since we asking questions, because I'm the host right now. Like, okay, <laughs> do your thing. We okay. here for it. So yeah, at what point? With a woman that you are feeling, mm-hmm. do you feel like you should be like, okay, like I'm really feeling her. I don't want to let her get away. Because as a woman, my issue is, all right, you're not making anything serious. Mm-hmm. What if I actually listen to this person that's pursuing me? And then you'd be like, oh, well, I was just about to, you know, you get stuck mm-hmm. with that, like the person I really want ain't doing nothing. So as a man, when do you, what, when do you feel like you would make a move? Mm. I'll let y'all go. I already made the move. <laughs> no, nah, you married, so you go first. Yeah, I already made the move. That's what I'm saying. So how, how, how long did it take you to know that you met um, your person? I don't really think it was more of a time thing. It was more of like a growth thing. You know All what right. I'm saying? Like, at the time where, where me and Erica first met, we were still doing a lot of foolishness. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And to be, and to be completely transparent... I was still kind of mingling in the streets and Erica gave me an ultimatum <laughs> that basically basically was saying was if you were ever to get locked up, nigga, I'm not waiting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're putting yourself in predicaments <laughs> that you don't need to be in any longer. Yeah, I'm out anyway, so. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I'm saying? So, what did I ended up doing was I I, I found a point. Put the cuffs on anywhere. Huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm just, you know, I'm just telling my situation. So, what I ended up doing is I found a point for where I thought I would be comfortable with if I was to ever leave. I, I chose to leave out. I Ended up doing whatever I was doing, but in the process, I started noticing that she was making me a better me. Right, like the the changes in which she was requesting of me weren't for the detriment of myself. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? They were for the betterment of myself. <laughs> and in the process of bettering myself, I want to start putting her in a position of power. And then the pro and and while I was putting her in a position of power, we ended up having a rare. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. And I think the ultimate commitment to someone is to give self. So. Right. And you know I'm big on that right now. As a woman, I don't love the idea of ultimatums because I know a lot of women do that. And when mm-hmm. I gave, when I ended my whatever that was after five years, I, was, I, 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 I don't say, mean to cut you off, but I don't want to say she gave me ultimatums. No, she just gave me realness, like, like you nigga, you, bust a yeah, move. Yeah. So I think what I did is after that time, I'm like, this is done. Mm-hmm. So even when he tried to Keep salvage going. it, it's done. We done. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You had five years, you didn't do it. So okay, I like that answer, and that's the thing. It all everybody's mm-hmm. situation's different too. I think sometimes mm-hmm. we look to everybody else to be like, how how did it work for you, Marcus? Mm-hmm. How did it work for you, Sterling? How did it work for you? It's mm-hmm. all gonna work different for everybody. For everybody, yeah, right. and I think that's what we need to realize. I, I listen, and and you saying like, oh, you put the cuffs on either way. 
I want I know I want my husband to be like, yo, I'm going home to my woman. Like right. when we think of marriage, sometimes they make it sound like, oh, it, it's loveless, it's sexless. It's, I don't want my husband to feel like that. Like I want him to be my best friend. Like mm-hmm. we busting, we we. That's my person. Like I want to be his like escape and vice versa. So. But I think a lot of times that's where a lot of people hit the halt button because they feel as though. That's where it goes, like to the dryness, to whatever. And I mean, to be completely transparent, when at the end of the night, when I'm going to bed, I'm like, I'm blessed. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm laying, not to sound funny, I'm laying next to a soft body. You right. know what I mean? I got. <laughs> you the soft night. body. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I am, 100%. <laughs> She's laying next to a soft body. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm thankful for where I'm at. I'm thankful for the progress in which I made. And I'm blessed that she was the woman that God put in my life right. to take me there. You know what I'm saying? And Amen. the educator Amen. of me thinks everything boils down to social, emotional. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't even know how to interact with the people we love because mm-hmm. of whatever we saw. But at the end of the day, I do think like whatever works for you works for you. Like if mm-hmm. it's your situation, you whatever. Like I think that's too. I don't see marriage and be like, oh my God, you made mm-hmm. it. Like whoever the fuck is happy. Like whatever right. works for you. Right. Marriage isn't the yeah. finish line. I'm be honest. Oh, the the, yeah. I, the you made it. I, I'm not 100% behind because I've seen people get married and be completely miserable right. when before oh, yeah, they got married. Too. They was the dopest of friends. Yeah, it's not. Like, you know I mean, you know. it's, not a, it's not a cookie cutter. It's not you know, one size fit all. Everybody's marriage isn't going to be the same. Right. Mine's is, is not all glitter right. and rainbows. None but you know it. what I'm saying? Sterling, how do you feel about marriage? Oh, uh, well, I'm not married yet, but, um, <laughs> 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 but, um, I mean, I should be married. Common but, law, look. Yeah, common law. Yeah, I definitely am. But I'm married. No, now. I'm definitely, I'm definitely happy in my situation. Okay. So, you know, with that being said, you know, we could talk about marriage, but if you're happy, I just I'm happy. Whatever. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. y'all got these beautiful babies. I'm not really too technical of a person, you know. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll deal with that in house, but mm-hmm. I'm just happy, man. That's all that matters. I ain't going nowhere. Right. That's like Buck said, matters. when I go home at the end of the day, you you happy? I feel like, blessed. Yeah. That's all yeah. that matters, right? I feel blessed. And you'll be surprised because a lot. I think a lot more people are more concerned about people being married and not married outside of the household mm-hmm. than they are inside. People worried about as long as you shit. know, as long as you're in a relationship where you don't feel a lot of games being played, man. Right. As long That's as you feel like you're with somebody that loves yeah. you, respect. So love is half the battle. I think it's very easy to fall in love. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that respects me, that communicates with me, that like, I feel like, you know, you love somebody when you try to, when you have to argue and you don't want to hurt that person. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Not saying you don't love people that you say mean things to, but when you really are being mindful, like my biggest thing is like, if I ever confide in you about something I'm insecure about and you use that shit against me. Yo, you are Why so dead to me. Yeah, right. Like, yo, you right. died the minute you it's said. It's funny you say that, but don't people ever. do that shit all the time. <laughs> you, ain't fighting, you ain't fighting fair. You ain't fighting fair. But <laughs> that's, that's a little blow. But you think me. about what you saw. Like people, some of these kids be like, "Oh, I saw my mom stab." Like, that's what you saw. You seeing people get stabbed as a kid when you grow up. You're loving how. And that's why I don't believe in staying together for the kids. I think that's like the worst thing. Hell no. That is the most toxic thing you can do. Hell no. Show them kids that your happiness matters. So I'm leaving for y'all because I want y'all to see that if something doesn't make you happy, I I put like a bad relationship up there with like a death. Like, Mm. yo, you ever be in a bad relationship? You driving home, you be nauseous and shit. You're just dead inside. Like, and you're really wasting time at that point. Every day I gotta go over this. Like, you don't got a family. And people do that too. Mm -hmm. Nah, that's fact. You know what I mean? For kids, fine. 
financial re- all types. And yeah, they will stay this way and they will die together. And yeah. now I gotta take care of your old ass. Like old, I'm not old, not. bitter arguing mm-hmm. every day. <laughs> I'm dipping his dentures in the toilet. Like no, we not. Oh, you's a hateful ass. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you dipping. <with> <laughs> Remember all them times you were cheating when we was young? Guess what? I did dentures dipped in the toilet. I'm just kidding. And you going to kiss him. I ain't kissing you. I don't kiss. You going to forget. Ooh. No. I ain't no kisser anyway, so keep your little poopy dentures. No. Oh, Damn. Man. How you, you ain't intimate with the- You just you messed doing? up, man. Listen, fellas, be careful, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I told y'all this was a self-love journey. I ain't got room for y'all yet. Self-love. Call <laughs> at me in two years. Oh, <laughs> Maybe man. Maybe she won't put dip a date on it. She put a date on it. <laughs> But, and, 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 yeah, and two years she'll be forty, so she'll be ready. Mm-mm. Come on, no, what, what, no, that means just shoot your shot now. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. The right. thing is, you had to count <laughs> that <laughs> shit. Well, shoot your shot right, right like, now. No, right. Shoot no your tears. shot now. Yeah, hey, amen. You miss a hundred shots that you don't take, so. I, and I ain't good at like saying I'm not interested. I'm just ignore it. So I ain't. I'm not there yet. I'm oh, so still, you leave niggas on red. Yeah, I'm. I'm working on that part of it. I told you it's a journey. Hey man, it is what it is. Um, before we get out of here though, do you have uh, any feedback for us? Um, in regards to the show? Yep. I I enjoy it. The shows that I have sat and watched, I, I enjoy it and I laugh. I'll be honest, I haven't seen all of them, but I have like a really short attention span. I've been needing mm-hmm. to watch stuff in like bits and pieces. Yeah, you was um, in those little classes, I remember. But I de- <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. How many classes we had together though? But um, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I enjoy it. I think you guys are doing good. I definitely know that um, some of us females that you guys, you know, us professionals, we want to come on the show and share. But we need, like I said, we need. I told Marcus we need the witness protection set up. So whenever y'all get that. <laughs> Hey, we need to blur deep the, the deep voice. We'll, 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 we'll never make you guys have to blur your face out, but we definitely won't. Put y'all I think definitely more women up here would be nice. Um, Is there anybody you'd hey, like ladies. to see us uh, reach out to? If, 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 no matter who the person is, is there anyone that take me out this show? Let us know. Yeah, I want Ashley Faison up here. Ooh. I want Miss Ashley. Nice. Ashley. Nice. Ashley. I, 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 oh, she she got that. a lot. She got a lot going on too. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's I want. I want Miss Ashley. <laughs> oh man, she called. She calling people out. Yeah, yeah, I want this? Ashley up here. She is just. She's just such a, a good. Like she is just a flower to me. She's such a gentle spirit, and I think she has a lot to offer. And um, that's the homie, man. She, she, she is. She's definitely the homie. Penville raised. You already know what it is, man. Mer- Myrtle Street stand up. I ain't going to keep shouting this out, but you already know. Hey, uh, Miss Faison, we will be reaching out to you because the homie Naima <laughs> told us to. So if you see, uh, take me out this chat in your inbox. You already know what time it is. We pulling you up on the stage. Um, but yeah, any, anything from you guys, fellas? Uh, like, like. Subscribe, subscribe, and share, share. <laughs> Yo, you already know the vibes, man. Shout it out, but hey, we out here, Dollar Boys. Take me out. <laughs>